Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, hey, hey! I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Great to talk with you, as always, belly up to the bar. I'm going to do something I've never done before, and it's kind of... I was sitting here looking at the moves, and we talked about a lot of them yesterday. I probably... I, uh, I apologize for some of the abbreviated show. I was working on limited time and just getting back from a quick vacation, which was awesome. Um, and I was going to talk about some of the other moves that happened since and some other things. You know, Eddie Lacy to Seattle, things like that. Um, but instead, just to kind of do a, a, a little bit of a break, not a break, but I feel like the, the, the free agency, the tidal wave, the initial tidal wave, the tsunami has hit. And then there was a little bit of a, a lull and teams regroup after, wow, that was a madhouse. So these guys are off the board. Now what do we do? Let, let's take a, a step back and then we'll come out for round two, which is a lot less, you know, insane and, and is busy. Um, but then I think we'll see an, another, not rush, but a, a sort of a stream here of free agent signings. And a lot of teams still have a lot to spend. And then I think they kind of go into their cave and say, okay, now it's draft time. There's still a lot of quality free agents out there. And as soon as the draft is over, the guys that we were hoping to address or te- you know positions we were hoping to address, we will go nab them again. You know, we're going to go out there and go knock you know call up some free agents and call some agents up and say you know we didn't get the corner we wanted is your guy still available let's talk so the way i was going to do this the next two days just for the fun of it today's tuesday tomorrow's wednesday maybe i'll do twitter thursday we've done twitter thursday in a while uh so get that in mind twitter thursday could be coming up but tuesday today evening um again i need really need to tell you what i'm taping this is 6 30 at night on tuesday because so much is happening Two or three things I say may be obsolete by tomorrow because somebody may sign. I'm going to do power ranks by conference in terms of by division by conference. Today's going to be the AFC. I'm going to talk about each division where I rank them one to four. And, of course, things can change. You know, Tony Romo could change things, things like that. Um, but we'll start in the AFC East. And there's news surrounding the Pats who are way up top in terms of the power ranks in the AFC East. And... I think I said this yesterday. I mean, if Vegas came out with odds right now, who's going to win Super Bowl 40, you know, 52, the Patriots have to be far ahead of everybody else in terms of you know best odds to win it. Their offense is better than it was last year, and they still could trade uh, Malcolm Butler, who's in New Orleans, I think, as we speak. You know, Maybe they end up getting the 32nd pick back or New Orleans, New Orleans earlier first-round pick back or... New Orleans signs them, and they have to give up the the restricted price for them. Um, and they certainly could trade Garoppolo for premium picks, too. So the Pats have added a lot. They're you know, a great organization, obviously. But there could be big things coming, too. I mean, they've traded picks for Allen and Ely and, most notably, Cooks. But they could be getting great picks back for Butler or Garoppolo. So... Craziness. Um, also surrounding them, they signed Rex Burkhead today. Uh, we've heard this rumor for a while. I probably told you, I said, you know, 
And whoever signs Rex Burkhead is going to love him. The coaching staff, fan base, everyone will love him. Very much a Belichick-like player. Very good special teamer. Highly versatile. Played really well at the end of last year for the Bengals. What's curious, though, is if I thought they were going to sign a back, and I still think they will, it would be the big power guy. You know, Peterson or Lacey or Murray or, you know, a blunt type. Um, and to me, Burkhead is more Deion Lewis. And White is the pure receiver. Lewis is the runner slash receiver. I think Burkhead fits that mold. And I wonder if they have kind of looked at Lewis and said, we don't trust you to stay healthy anymore. It's going to be Burkhead's job. I'm just curious if that's the next shoe to drop here. Or they're just going to enter the mix with all those guys, plus a big heavy dude. I think that's possible too. So they had the, they have the cap space, Belichick type player. Lastly, uh, Hightower is in Pittsburgh as we speak, or is leaving as we speak, was here today. Um, and the news came out, the Steelers offered him a contract. And if he gets on the plane without signing it, they're going to pull it. You know, they're, they're basically told him, we're not here to make the Patriots jealous or try to drive up your price. This is what we mean. If you're interested, boom, sign it. Maybe that'll happen by the time you hear this. I, I tend to think he'll end up going back to New England. And reportedly, as it stands Tuesday evening, the Jets are the team that have offered him the most. I'm taking much less to go to New England and Pittsburgh than I am going to the Jets. But... So that, that could also add to the Pats allure of Hightower's, you know, a jet by this time yet to, tomorrow. In the AFC East, I think Miami is clearly second and are doing some good things, you know, especially on offense. Um, th- there's talk. Don Terry Poe left Atlanta today and is going to Miami tomorrow. Put him next to Sue. You know, they signed Timmons. Uh, the defensive front would be better. And I think that, you know, you look at Miami right now, still a team on the rise. I'm a Tannehill fan. I think that they add a guard early in the draft. And basically it's a defensive draft after that. I'm not going to lump the Bills and Jets together. I think the Jets are worse off and are four. And again, I would rather be the GM of any team in the league besides the Jets. I think they're the worst off going forward in terms of trying to turn that thing around. But I look at Buffalo and worry about them, too. You know, that they're better than the Jets. Don't get me wrong. I mean, their defense has a chance to be pretty decent. Front seven's all right. Um, Lose Gilmore, but they're not going to ask a lot of their corners, a lot of zone, a lot of think Panthers. You know, they're going to be very front seven-centric. And maybe guys like Raglan and Lawson will be quality players. That's certainly possible. But... You know, changing the running scheme, I don't love that. The right side of the line, especially the tackle position, needs work. They're not great at tight end. They really only have one receiver of note, too. I mean, that's what worries me. And not that I would have you know, killed myself to bring back Robert Woods, but um, what's the passing game going to be like if Watkins isn't in the lineup? I mean, that's frightening to me. AFC North. Steelers are one. They haven't done anything in free agency. I think they lost Jarvis Jones today. Maybe Hightower's going to be a stealer by the time you hear this. I tend to doubt it. Um, but they're still really, really strong. Set up well. Their needs set up very well for the draft. Corner, tight end, edge rusher in particular. Um, I do think they'll add somebody, but uh, I'm not sure that it'll be a Hightower level player. I like some things Baltimore does. I think they're clearly number two in the North right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Although... I still think their run defense will be excellent or even better now. Jefferson, bring Williams back, move Weddle to free. Uh, I think they need to come up with some edge pass rush, though, for sure. 
And I don't know why they're any better on offense. I mean, Woodhead's a nice player. He's going to be Flacco's Wooby in some degree. <coughs> but, <coughs> excuse me, a big hole at right tackle. By the way, my cough's getting a lot better, but I am coughing. And I just did an hour podcast before this. So I've been jabbering for quite some time, which makes it worse. Um, but they need a right tackle now in a big way. Um, I, I wouldn't mess with the running backs, although Dixon got suspended for the first four games. They can use a tight end. They need receiver help. So, once again, I think they're going to be a constant struggle on offense, at least where it stays, you know, sits today. I've talked Bengals with you guys a lot. I More so than any team in the league, I think they're massively in decline. I was tempted to even put the Browns ahead of them because uh, I think the Browns, I think the arrow is very much going up in Cleveland, very much going down in Cincinnati, but not to the point, um, you know, on Tuesday, the 14th of March to say, They've passed each other. You know, one's going up, one's going down. I can't put Cincinnati in the basement. I mean, they have better players. They've won more games lately, obviously. They have a better quarterback situation, obviously. You know, they have Eifert and Green and, you know, Geno and those guys. Uh, I just think that the offensive line situation is going to be crippling, and they have a lot of needs. Um, uh, I mentioned the Browns. The only thing I'm really rough on them right now about is I would have re-signed Pryor instead of Britt. Or even if that meant franchising them, I love that they're investing in their offensive line. That's huge. Um, I would think it'll be a heavy defensive draft for sure. They've got so many picks that came out today that they're reportedly talking to the Washington Redskins about Cousins. I don't think the Garoppolo thing is dead, despite what everybody who knows more than me tends to say and think. Um, I still think that they make a splash. So Cleveland's fun. So those first two divisions were very easy for me to rank one to four. The South and the West are not. And again, I mean, don't hold me to these. I mean, we're just kind of state of the union addressed by division here of where everyone's at. But as the, the tsunami wave of free agency ended and the, the, the smaller waves are coming in soon. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You are a mighty fortress of supreme knowledge. Progressive Direct has not only revealed their rates, but those of their competitors. If you were any more in the know, you would be drowning in, you know, the know. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates, because knowledge is power. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. I have Houston first with an asterisk by them if they get Romo. If they don't, then Tennessee's first. So, I guess that's cheating. So, I think we have to talk about if you're playing a game right now. So, Tennessee's first. So, I'm going to call myself out on that one. Um, I think the Titans have gotten noticeably better in the secondary. I think they're set up really well to add a big-time receiver in the draft and a big-time corner in the draft. And that would go a long way. I mean, I think that's a really nice setup for them. They added Sylvester Williams. I don't think we talked about him. Um, put him next to Casey at times. I, I like that. I think he's a, more than just a space eater. He's a quality player. Um, corner and receiver away. Uh, Tennessee's in really good shape. Houston, if they have a quarterback, they could be pretty damn good. You know, I mean, their defense is going to be great, even though they lost a couple big ticket items. I mean, they get the biggest ticket item back. I mean, 99 returns, and by all counts, he's doing really well. I think Houston's defense will remain very strong. And last year's first-round pick, you know, really good corner. 
he's returning too, you know. So, uh, yeah, you, you lose a guy like A.J. Bouye, that hurts, and even John Simon, but you're equipped to replace those guys. So I think the defense will be great. I think that outside of this quarterback conundrum and waiting game with Dallas, and I really think Romo will go to Denver or Houston eventually, um, it'll be an offensive line heavy you know, driven draft. You got skill guys. That was last year's product, you know, project, and I think they accomplished that for the most part. So I think they could be quite good with Romo, and if assuming he stays healthy, which is hard to assume. That leads me to Jacksonville at three. The offense is basically the same. You know, you trade Julius Thomas for Brandon Albert. I would think this draft is going to be heavy offense. Maybe it's Fournette. Maybe it's trading down and getting an OJ Howard. Offensive line galore because the defense is complete. I mean, they've spent all their money on defense and it was already a really good defense or it was already good defense and improving defense, a young athletic defense. Now it's got a chance to be a really good defense with Calais Campbell and A.J. Bouye. And, I mean, Bouye and Ramsey, are you kidding me? You know, not to mention Miles Jack in year two and Nadakwe should be better in his second year. They can get something out of Fowler and I like Church more than I like Cyprian and Defense is going to be really good, I think, in Jacksonville. I mean, I'm going to try to refrain from getting too psyched up about the Jags. I mean, we, many of us often do this time of year. And we'll see, you know, but uh, I think that the defense should be really, really good. I got the Colts last, and that's with great respect to Andrew Luck. Uh, they, You know, the defense we've talked about so much is just so bad. There's no stars. There's few starters. There's little depth. They've added some outside linebackers, which is fine, but none of them are major difference makers. I told you I like Simon. You know, Sheard's better run stuffer. Um, Luck has some guys to throw to, and we'll see a lot of double tight end packages, and they shipped off Allen and brought back Doyle, and I think the line's okay, and they'll probably draft the back. Offense should be good, but I don't think they're improving at nearly the same pace as the rest of the division. Now, the West, I don't know, because I didn't want to put anybody last. I think Oakland's won. You know, Carr comes back. They haven't done anything, which is surprising. I thought they would make a Peterson, Bennett, Hightower type of move. One stud at a position they could use it, you know. And they haven't. They've kind of just sat in their hands. Or even a Hankins or a Poe or, you know, one of those type of guys. You know, so there's been options at positions they could use. Shocks me they're not involved with Hightower, you know, that, um, but they haven't. They're kind of resting on their laurels, like, we're pretty damn good, we know it. Probably right, but I would have added one more thing, you know, one more guy, one more starter who's like, ooh, wow. I mean, add Adrian Peterson to that team. Okay, you know. Uh, But they haven't. They still might. I still think they're the best team in the division. These next three are close to me. Um, I have Kansas City second. Um... I like their offense. I think it's pretty complete. Could use a guard. You guys know I don't love Alex Smith, but I like Andy Reid, and I think the offense should remain quite strong. Maybe more from Macklin this year than we got last year. I like the pickup of Benny Logan. I'm going to write an article about that tonight. Uh, He may even be an upgrade over Poe. Um, You put him next to Chris Jones, who I think is going to be a star. rest of the line is good. Um, I would think that you do a lot of defensive reinforcing through the draft a linebacker to play next to Johnson slash supplant him at some point. Um, Secondary help wouldn't hurt. 
maybe even an edge, edge pass rusher, I mean, depending how you, feel, how you feel on Houston. But I think Kansas City is pretty solid, as usual. I don't know. Who's the better team, Denver or San Diego? I gave it to Denver. If they had Romo, it would be much easier for me. I know they've made some O-line moves, but I'm not convinced that those are difference-making moves. The rest of the offense outside of tight end is pretty complete. Yeah, I, I said several times they need a nose tackle type, but it wouldn't have been Pecco for me. I think Pecco's a declining player. You know, the, you know, the secondary is still fantastic. The edge pass rush is still fantastic. The pass defense should still be fantastic. Don't love the linebackers. Would probably end a you know add a defensive lineman of note. They already added a nose. You're probably going to add another. He wouldn't have been the one I picked, but another three four defensive end type I think is in the cards for Denver. As is Moro line help. Um, I think Romo probably ends up here, but if he doesn't, I think it's Houston. If Houston doesn't get him, does Houston then go call Jay Cutler? I don't think that's a move Denver would make if they don't get Romo. I think if it's either Romo, Simeon, or Lynch. Where in Houston, I think it's either Romo or let's get on the phone and Cutler would be the most logical guy I've left from, you know, who's remaining. So, uh, Chargers. You guys know I'm a Charger fan and believer. You know, I'm a Rivers fan and believer. They overpaid for Okun, but they're making some offensive line changes. It looks like they're noticeably trying to get a little less heavy-footed, more athletic, you know, a little more uh, distinguished in that regard on the offensive line. And I would think that they address the offensive line pretty heavy in the draft. Maybe two of their first four picks or so could be offensive linemen. That wouldn't blow me away either. Um, get Keenan Allen back. I think Connor Henry is going to be a really good player. I think they'll look for a Woodhead replacement, you know, and Burkett would have been a nice, set, nice fit here too. Um, Gordon's going to be the lead guy, but a, a, a dump-off, dangerous running back, I think, is something that Rivers uses really well and should be in the cards. But offense is going to be mostly offensive line. I think defense, yeah, I know they brought back a die, um, but if they could find, if they use a difference maker at safety, you know, I mean, one of the two top dudes at the top of the draft, maybe you're just too good to pass up and then everybody moves down a peg and then your safeties are really good. You know, that, that would be intriguing to me. Um, but I, I like where San Diego's at. I think San Diego has a chance to compete this year. That's going to do it. You know, just kind of buzz through the AFC tomorrow. We're going to buzz through the NFC in a power ranking sort of fashion. Uh, Thursday will be Twitter Thursday. I have no idea what Friday will be. I'm sure there'll be something to talk about. That'll do it. I'm Matt Williamson at Williamson NFL. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 103117.